You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Hey everyone, welcome to Robert Land. That's right. You're back for episode quattro, which in English means four. <laughs> yeah, I'm your host, Robert Thompson. Uh, I am a big theme park enthusiast. I'm also a comedian, a musician, musician, uh, <laughs> whatever, you, a mag- magician. I am many things, and I am excited for this episode today. Um, the It's hard to believe that there are already four episodes in. <laughs> it's crazy, guys. The, the On the last show, we had the great Keith Carey, fucking hilarious comedian I met years ago in Orange County doing public, a- doing public access, doing uh, fucking open mics, and he was a crusher then. This dude is very similar background with me is i met him in orange county and he was dressed as a leprechaun and i remember him telling me that he wants to do stand-up or does stand-up and i remember finally seeing him do stand-up and now joe has uh, cerebral palsy and that was like eye-catching oh hey here's someone he's in a wheelchair and he's doing stand-up it's great but he would slay he would kill when I would see him at the anchor bar, he was one of those dudes that you'd want to watch. He's a great writer, very thoughtful guy. And, um, I'm super stoked to have had him on the pod. Uh, he's got a great perspective on amusement parks and that's what this show is about. Just different stories. Obviously him with cerebral palsy is going to have a different story, uh, for the amusement, going to amusement parks. And, uh, You'll, you'll get a lot of different perspective on this one. You're going to hear his uh, take on people that... <laughs> imposters that use the wheelchairs, um, which is great. You'll hear what his anecdote is that. But, you know, it's coming up, guys. Also, uh, March 4th at the Brain Improv. Uh, you can hit me up for uh, free tickets. I'll be performing there with uh, the other dudes in the niche. Uh, Mr. Of Course... Evan, the cast man, Cassidy, Real Rich, and uh, Adam Sepulveda. We're going to be there. Just hit me up on robertlandpod at gmail.com if you want some free tickets. We're really going big, guys. Um, I actually took some Blue Chew right now. No, no. <laughs> I've never had that before. Is it like chicle? But gets your boner hard? <laughs> gets your boner hard. It's kind of an oxymoron. <laughs> your decle. Guess just some chicle for your dickle for. That's my that's my comedy album dropping in 2050 when I'm like 80 years old. I don't know if it'll be 80. Damn, damn I'm I'm making myself older than I already am, and uh, that, I shouldn't think that way because I'm a big fan of amusement parks. And when you go to amusement park, you're forever a kid, you know, which which is uh, which is great. Uh, I I still poop my pants and wet the bed. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> getting a little too real here. No, but that's what this show's about. We're going to talk about life and amusement parks and my bowel movement problems. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about that. I had Chipotle today. <laughs> Watch out. Um, no, but hey, guys, uh, Salmonella is fun. We actually don't get too political on this pod. It may happen because it's a part of life, but uh, 
you know, I actually came across these fellows that have a petition, um, very important to them, but, uh, you'll see, we're going to go to this interview I had with these guys and their cause to bring back their, uh, late great, the Crow stunt show at magic land in Iowa. Um, so check out this, 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 uh, groundbreaking interview I have with these fellas. And then, uh, after that, an interview with, uh, the great Joe Urell. I don't like to get too political on this show. You know, I want to kind of keep it fun and light. It's about roller coasters and life. Uh, but there was something that caught my attention. Uh, these gentlemen contacted me on uh, Instagram. And, uh, you know, they thought that maybe the show would be an outlet for their cause. As you know, Magic Land, the theme park in Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, has a new attraction. It's the uh, This Is Us Poke Bowl restaurant, which replaced their long-running Crow stunt show based on the film The Crow with Brandon Lee. And, you know, these guys are upset about it. It was it was a landmark attraction. It was there for years. And uh, I thought I'd let them give us their case. Apparently, they have, like, a GoFundMe or something. So, so I'm joined by Leonidas and Zephyr uh, today. Um, so can you guys tell me about what you're upset about? Well, in the goth community, especially here in Cedar Rapids, there weren't many places for us to congregate and the crow stunt show was a sort of coming together a community gathering place for us you guys felt like you could be yourselves right it was a a meeting point of of the minds right yes yes we didn't have this brightness forced upon us at the crow it was a dark center ah I see um and so what you know what do you want to do about them canceling that ride you know replacing it it's, it's already replaced they've got the pokeball restaurant you know set up already what what do you what would you like to see changed yes it, it has been replaced but some things are eternal yeah right it will always live on in our very black hearts oh well so did you guys meet at this joint did you uh what was so special about it well, we did have a meetup group on a local Cedar Rapids meetup site that really began to swirl into something deeper and darker, much darker. Yes. What, very, what, very, like, what dark things are you up Unfathomably dark. <laughs> wow. It was the darkest thing that's ever yeah. happened in uh, Cedar Rapids. In, did you kill people? What? What? what, what no. No, I mean we're, we're not that that's hardcore. Okay, no, <laughs> dude, no. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we would kind of just meet up and talk about bands, but we would also read different poetry. Edgar Good. Allan Poe, a oh, lot of a lot, yeah. a lot of Edgar Allan Poe. Some yeah. some Lovecraft, Lovecraft, um, of yeah. Anton uh, Bo- Lavey, Baudelaire. Baudelaire. Yeah, if there was a party, we would play Smashing Pumpkins, you know, because it. It's just more accessible, you know. It's what to recruit new. Ma- Did you like that? Did well, you no, have like? It's we a, have it's to a gro- It is a growing scene, the goth scene in Cedar Rapids. We have almost twelve members of the meetup group now. It's, oh, it's it's enough that we have to 
wait extra long when we go to a Hooters. Oh, man. And so now you're out of, you know, you don't have that space anymore. And so what would you this like was, to... This was the closest thing we had to a sacrificial altar. Yes. It was, it was a religious experience. <laughs> I would say going to this stunt show, the, the black and white makeup, the... The crows. leather jacket. Crows. Just, just so many crows. It was very unkept the entire... A murder of crows. Is is uh, is there anything, though, that you guys can, you know, meet? Is there a new place that you could go to? I mean, there's got to be somewhere else inside it's, Magic Land you can It's congregate. not really. It's been no. predominantly the Hooters. That's the only other place to eat in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> wow. Yeah, which... It's a very bright establishment, and while there there is an element of the erotica that is invoked in the, uh, it's not uh, vampiric in any way, though. In, it's in no very way disappointing. No, very bright colors. A lot of orange, which the, I do like. The I, hot sauce is is indicative of the flames of hell, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it goth at all. No, no, no. It barely even goth adjacent. Yes. Oh, so you, you have a, a GoFundMe or something to bring back the stunt show? I've been gathering signatures on parchments using calligraphy pens. We have about, at this point, six or seven signatures actually in blood. Yes. I was, I was going to borrow some of my girlfriend's origami paper to start my own petition as well that we could then combine later, but... Um, Finding people who have their own quills readily available it just proved too much of a challenge. Certainly not in the greater Cedar Rapids metropolitan area. No. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I see, th- I, I appreciate your heart and your passion about, you know, bringing this back. But is, do you guys embrace the the change with the uh, This Is Us themed Pokeball restaurant? Do you think it? Do you enjoy it at all, though? I mean. Well, I will say personally, I do enjoy poke. I enjoy the smell more than anything of raw meat. Mm. It is enticing to see the musculature of a fish just splayed before you. Just knowing that I'm eating a carcass. Yes. It's energy (laughs) transferring to you. But there's plenty of other poke options in Cedar Rapids, there are many other poke establishments. So you're think, you, your complaint is like, why is it eye for an eye? There's right? only one ride based on the film The Crow. I'm pretty sure in the entire country. I've looked into other cities and I can verify there are no other rides based on the movie The Crow. Which which is a, a mockery if ever there was one. Well, I, uh, I think, you know... This is a, a very uh, poignant conversation we've had, and Certainly. I appreciate you guys coming on the show and voicing yes. your passion for the Crow, the stunt show. If anybody would like to sign the petition, if you're in the Cedar Rapids area, please. Yes, you have to be in the Cedar Rapids. They come can't do it online. Come, come to the Hooters. Uh, We're trying to do it analog. Yes, we, we prefer to maintain the integrity of our petitions. We have calligraphy pens. Um, if you would be yeah. willing to donate blood, you could sign the petition in blood. We can always use more blood. Well, so there you hear it, guys. If you want to 
help these gentlemen bring their meetup spot, the uh, Crow the Stunt Show, back. Fly out to Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and uh, just go to Hooters, hang out, sign sign your name in blood, and that's all you got to do. That's it. We ha- yes. probably have to do the blood signings outside of the Hooters. Uh, we're kind of we're kind of on thin ice with the staff there. The health already. codes. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't want to lose all your hangout spots. Right. <laughs> well, on on that note, uh, you know, thank you guys for for stopping by. This is Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. In the days of silent movies, Universal Studios would allow patrons to watch movies being filmed for a quarter. Since there was no sound, fans could even cheer heroes and boo villains. Fans could watch up to six westerns being filmed at a time, all day, for just a quarter. But how much does it cost to see my mother besmirch our family name on the internet? Nothing at all. Well, bet you guys didn't know that, did you? (laughs) Man, I am jazzercised for our guest this episode, Mr. Joe Urell from Comedy Central's Roast Battle, or his own special, Not Special, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, Joe's fantastic. And uh, before I'd interviewed Joe, I'd actually come across an article written by a woman who uh, also had cerebral palsy, and she was sharing her experience at a theme park. And uh, she said something that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, she had rode roller coasters and did everything she's real scared but her kids kind of talked her into it and she was saying that what she had realized when she was on the rides that like in that moment she was experiencing the same thing as everyone else it didn't matter that she had cerebral palsy she was experiencing the same ride as everyone else and i thought that that was uh really kind of awesome and it's like the beautiful thing about amusement parks is they are there for everybody and uh i thought that was real cool but you know, I guess it's not, I mean, not every ride is for everybody. I mean, I, you know, if you're short, if you're too short, you might get fucked and not be able to ride it. And if you're, you know, maybe if your stomach doesn't take kindly to roller coasters, you might also shit your pants. You might get whiplash. I don't know. But, uh, you know what they say, tomato, 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 uh, concussion, whatever. But, uh, you know, I had a great time with Joe, so let's get to that, guys. Here I am with Mr. Joe Urell. in St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Yes, I am joined here by Mr. Joe Urell. Hello. Yeah, dude. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. It's a, it's a lovely studio. Yeah. I know, man. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 sparkly. It's 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 uh it's located actually in your house. Spare no expense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, so, so here at Robert Land, we'd like to talk about amusement parks and your experiences. And, um, obviously you're originally from South Carolina, right? Yes, sir. And then you moved out here, what, 10 or, or. When I was 12 years old. Okay. It's like junior high. Seventh grade. Yes, sir. Uh, so like what, uh, what was like your earliest experiences of like amusement parks? Oh, you know, it's funny, I don't know if this counts, but one of the first places that I went when I got to California was actually the Orange County Fair. 
Oh yeah, and, and you know that's kind of kind of like a theme park, I guess. You know, uh, I I I loved I loved the Orange County Fair, and you know I haven't been for the past couple of years, but mm. every year if I have some uh, amount of spending money, I love the Orange County Fair, and I don't like. I know it sounds corny to be that amped up about the Orange County Oh, fair, dude, I understand. I saw ZZ Top, you know, Fuck at yeah. the fair. I, they always have some great beef jerky and, and, you know, the rides, you know, and they even have a thing where there's a day during the fair where disabled people get in free. Oh, and I, I for sure take advantage of that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, when... uh. Well, do you, so when that comes to mind, like the, the OC fair, I just think of all the abominations that they make with like, you know, fried Twinkies and fried, yeah. I mean, I love it. I, I, I am definitely, I have the palate of a fifth grader. So that, you know, fried Oreos and fried fucking Lunchables, whatever else they concoct it's, is amazing to me. It's, it's like, take a chance, you know? Yeah, you right. walk on the wild side. Yeah, you know, YOLO, right? Yeah. Did you hear about that? those kids that died? That uh, There was like a story, I don't know if it was, if this was true, but I remember reading that someone tweeted YOLO while like flying off a cliff. Or, no, no, they, they texted YOLO to someone and then flew off a cliff and died. See, a lot of people... A lot of people might be snarky about that, but I kind of feel like if you know you're about to die and you have the opportunity to get one last uh, troll comment in, you know, <laughs> I'd say go for it, you know. <laughs> like, if I have a chance to be like, I'm not really dead, I just found the cure to cerebral palsy and now I have to fake my death. Just so that after I die, people are like, is he really dead? You know, like, <laughs> so I kind of feel like, you know, the thing about YOLO, though, it's like, whenever I hear that, I'm like, that's really insensitive to Hindus, you know? Like, <laughs> Do you think it's like appropriating or what do you... No, it's, it's, it's like, what about reincarnating? Oh, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're not into, you only live once. They, yeah, yeah, they believe that you... Yeah, in reincarnation, and that's true. That's true. That's kind of insensitive well, to their beliefs. Men, but, you know, oh, oh, is that how yeah, it works? Oh, you, you can't get the the top level. Of, I forget the name of that place. Uh, if you're, let's yeah. just say OC Fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I love the OC Fair, and maybe it's just because uh, you know, coming to California was like such a a blessing, mm-hmm. and it's sort of indicative of, of you know, it's like the second day in California, and I go to the fair, and you know, it's awesome. You know, I mean, I I've been almost fifteen times the last twenty years I've lived here. You know, I I just go eight sit for it, and Knott's Berry Farm. Oh heck yeah! So so Knott's uh. Knott's Perry Farm is like it's a it's a local legend because it's it's one of the oldest amusement parks in America that you know uh, inspired Disneyland. I mean, he yeah. took from that. Like it's it's crazy. I actually I actually want to drop a truth bomb on some people about Knott's Perry Farm. Oh, dude! Oh shit! Get ready, dude! Knott's. <laughs> 
They're trying to tell you we're not Disneyland. We're different. We're a different breed of something. And nobody realizes, like, you know, what they're really trying to say. Like, at Knott's, we're a farm. You can come and grow and develop. We're not Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we're not, we're not bound by the narrow constraints of, of, of the mouse. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Nobody realizes that because they put the K in front of not. And, but, but if you think about it, they're saying we're not Disneyland. We're Berry Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. They, they stand, they. They uh they stand strong being individuals, you know, yeah. and that that boysenberry, oh my god. Yeah, and, and the fried chicken. Actually, it's funny because I keep talking about my adopted family, but like, there's a place in Knotts called Mrs. Knotts Chicken, chicken House, right? Yeah. I come from a big adopted family, like you know, my mom adopted like sixty disabled kids. Damn. Big family. We'd go there for Thanksgiving every year. We it's been like we haven't been there in a couple of years, but but like for like fifteen fourteen, fifteen years straight we were doing um it's it's not chicken and some years we go into the park and like my adopted family actually had um, everybody had a pass to both Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm oh, and Legoland. Um, if you, you know, were in the doghouse, <laughs> you got sent to Legoland. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, so, uh, so every, like all of your, your siblings, you know, in your adoptive family, uh, your family, you know, yeah. they, they all had passes. So you guys yeah, could go yeah, to all they, those. Uh, my mom. It's really organized, and she had, like, three ring binders of, like, Damn. you know, the passes were in, held in, like, plastic and That's stuff. That's awesome. And very organized, and, like, I used to, I used to get a little, you know, grouchy when it came to going to these places, because one thing I don't enjoy about it, um... I mean, not just amusement parks, but crowded places in general. It's a little bit difficult when you're in an electric wheelchair because oh, it's people walking in front of you, and like, you know, and then they get mad if you happen to run into them when they walk in front of you really fast. It's like <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah, it's your fault. And then, but you know, I can't complain because also as a disabled person, theme parks are really cool to us. Like, they, like, yeah. like they're like, hey, do you want to go in front, to the front of the line? You know, that's, they actually do that policy of the, in Paris at the Louvre. Oh, if you really? go to the Louvre in Paris, they got that front of the line, you know, policy in which, you know, I love, because it's like, they're acknowledging that it took a lot for you to get out there. And, you know yeah. what, let's just, you know, and people say, oh, that's that's pulling a disabled card. I'd say maybe you're right. But, like, when you look at it in perspective, like, 
yeah, I got to go to the front of the line, but you can take yourself to the bathroom, you know? And so, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We all have stuff that, <laughs> you know, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's like, if they want me to go to the front of the line, I'll happily go to the front of the line. You know, like, I got that sort of life expectancy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a shorter line, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that, see, that that is cool. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about it because Disneyland was built before a lot of, I mean, well, a lot of those parks are, and they have a lot of accommodations, like you said, the front of the line, <laughs> especially if it's, uh, like, so there's a there's uh you know they they have the front of the line thing for people that are disabled and or you know wheelchairs have okay so this is something that i see constantly and um what are your thoughts when people that aren't disabled i mean everyone has their own i mean someone could have high anxiety whatever they say but like and when you see people take advantage of the wheelchairs and like go on the rides does that really, does that even bother you? Or do, like, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I gotta be honest. I guess for me, it comes down to their level of commitment, you know? And <laughs> yeah. look, if you want to do this, and on my respect, you got to do it right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> don't come in there on one of these rascal scooters. If you're going to pretend to be physically disabled to get to the front of the line of an amusement park ride, surreptitiously, you need to get a real looking wheelchair and not one of these phony baloney razor or these rascal Rascals. scooters, <laughs> you know, with the, with the little fake, you know, broken foot boot or whatever. All I'm saying is, you know, take a couple weeks of not doing leg day, get some skinny legs like you got some atrophy, <laughs> yeah. okay? Get a real wheelchair and commit to the bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, That's a you to see commitment, right? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> if people do that, I'd support it. It's okay. like fair play. <laughs> and you know, I mean, because most people aren't, they're not thinking like, oh, uh, you know, fuck the disabled i'm gonna i'm gonna you know it, it's they're just thinking selfishly like yeah, oh i'm gonna get ahead of the line and it, this is it's place. Not re- it's not really even a zero-sum game because at most they'll make me wait if i'm you know if i'm legitimately i'm legitimately dis- i don't know why it's a dip but <laughs> let's say one of these perpetrators you know goes in front of me in a line the most I'm going to be waiting is probably three minutes. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Like, I'd say, do you, boo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I feel you. But it's yeah. like, don't don't be coming in here with a razor scooter talking about, like, oh, I sprained my toe. Like, <laughs> yeah. go in there. You're like, I am ALS. And I got, <laughs> I'm not going to make it a year. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I went with a girl one time who, who had a bone spurt, and she because you know because you spend all the money and stuff. And I'm like, oh well, um, I you know knew someone that was disabled and had the wheelchair and you know needed it, and we got the front of the line and it was amazing. Uh, for you know, whoa! But she 
you know, she might not have really needed it, but it, it, I guess it was hurting her. And she's like, all right, we'll try this. You know, we spent this money to come here. We'll do this. But then we felt, she felt really guilty because there was a woman who had a thing. It's like, I just survived leukemia or, you know, I'm going, she, she was a leukemia survivor and like with their husband and we, they came like face to face, like when she was exiting the ride. And then, uh, you know, the girl that I was with felt like, yeah, felt it upon herself to try to like act it up when they're like, do you need help getting on the ride? And she's like, um, like she had to really think about it. And I'm like, no, you don't need help. But she was trying to play it up because she felt guilty. And it was like, well, yeah, like, you know, that's the right move in that regard. And yeah, she's a conscious, she's not, oh shoot. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of, it's just, it's just, yeah, silly. But, but to be fair, I mean, if we're looking at this from a, you know, I mean, leukemia seems like an internal thing. It doesn't seem like a real physical disability to me. Boats, birds are more legitimate. Okay. You know what I mean? You know, because, you know, it can be hard to walk. Another thing I try, the only thing I find kind of funny are the people that go to the theme parks to beg being disabled, but they pick up their their scooter at the park. The park rents people these scooters. And you know that it's, yeah, and you know that it's the park scooters. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, that's the one everyone has. it's like you're disabled, but you don't have your own wheelchair. Come (laughs) on, you know. Have you encountered that, though, like, on the street, like, in life? Like, have you seen someone that, like, fakes being, like... No, but, you know... I'm actually a big proponent, bro. I'm, I'm making, I'm making history here. I'm a big proponent of people using wheel t- electric wheelchairs recreationally, like oh, really? around town. Yeah, to save from walking. Okay, if people started using wheelchairs like they use like skateboards or bicycles to get around recreationally, that would be so great because the more people use it, the lower the price of wheelchairs go down, the faster they are to get Oh, repaired. there you go, dude. So benefit everybody. And so, and so like, people are like, do you get mad when you see people using wheelchairs? And so I'm like, no, I, I, I actually think... People should use wheelchairs recreationally. Also, um, I kind of feel like the more people do use wheelchairs, even though they're doing something sort of surreptitiously to get to the front of the line, I believe, you know, what they're actually doing is they're opening up to themselves to see my perspective on things. You know what I mean? And they start saying... You know, things aren't as accessible as they could be. I was faking being in a wheelchair to get sympathy, but I started looking around and I'm like, holy crap. I mean, not everything is accessible to people in wheelchairs. You know, so I actually think it's a good thing in a way. And, you know, I read stories a while back about there were people at Disneyland, rich people were paying um, disabled you know, people? People to go with them to Disneyland so they could use their being disabled to get to the brother line while also 
helping out somebody who couldn't afford to go and, like, making their life better. It's a little bit condescending, but at the same time, kind of warms <laughs> my heart a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Again, I'm a Knots man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm. You stand with the Knots. Yeah, yeah. I bleed boysenberry, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about boysenberry. Is that like special to knots? Is that like a berry that's only found in I, the I land think, of Buena I, Park or like No, but I think that what's their specialty. I think they they develop their own like, you know, blend of uh, I'm not a farmer, but I guess they yeah, grew their I get. own. Uh, I don't know why I felt the need to point out I'm not a farmer. Like, <laughs> obviously, you're not a <laughs> Well, who's to say you couldn't be a farmer? I mean... Oh, I, I can't get up before 11. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm a horrible farmer. Did you go to any anything uh, before California? Uh, like, any... Because any, there's... There's stuff out there, right? Isn't Myrtle Beach out there? Or what's... There's Myrtle Beach, but there aren't really a lot of theme parks. Even the little, like, you know, you know, those little uh, mini golf. Yeah, like, like Family Fun Center, like Boomers yeah, yeah, type there's, places. There's not any of that in South Carolina because, God forbid, you have fun. Like, <laughs> having fun. <laughs> It's idolatry, you know, and yeah. the, you know, I don't know. It's like they don't even have their own sports teams because they feel like pro sports is, um, you know. Like you um, should be giving that praise to God and yeah, not to yeah, the Panthers like, or whatever. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to bat South Carolina, but, you know. South Carolina could use a couple of theme parks. You know yeah. Like, yeah, some fun, right? Some yeah. some funnel cakes and hard disease. No, I'm, I'm sure hard yeah. disease is already there. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I, I'm sure there's kick-ass food to give you heart disease, though. Not not, not knocking that. Great barbecue, that. great barbecue. Yeah. The one redeemable thing about the South is the cuisine. Oh, dude, and, and it's so much more affordable. Like, it's crazy. Like, if you get barbecue out here, it's like... It's like 80 yeah. bucks, you know, for yeah. like a meal. I actually had to take out a loan to get a brisket. <laughs> it was horrible. The, the bank of brisket. No. Yeah. Um, so um, when, so you went to Knott's and, and when, when you moved out here, you're, you know, all you guys had passes and you'd go to Knott's. When did you go to Disneyland the first time? Oh, well, you know, a lot of times my mom would set it up to where we, um, we would go to a theme park on Saturdays and probably a mall to go see movies on, on a Sunday. So and we'd alternate one week we'd go to Disneyland, one week we went to Knott's. And, uh, you know, sometimes if they were upset at us, we went to Legoland. Um, <laughs> and, I, you know, I was always like, I want to go to Knott's. And I know, uh, I just, I'm never, I feel bad saying this, and, and this is why I'll never feel truly at home in Orange County. It's not a fan of Disneyland. Yeah. Like, not, and it's not even for, like, 
I don't know, you know, I I've never been a fan of kids' movies, uh-huh. and then and then they and then they have a stunning lack of roller coasters, just a stunning lack of of anything. Yeah, but, but then I think about it and I realize, you know, you asked me, uh, I didn't say that, but uh, if I were to come up with any ride, actually yeah. Disneyland, as much as I criticized them, they did come up with a thing I think would be closest to how I would have uh, a ride, um, which is the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Where you, where you were in this ride, where you felt like you were moving, but you really weren't. It was like a virtual virtual reality experience. I've always wanted to. I think that would be a great ride, like a virtual reality ride. A roller coaster that feels like it's crazy, but you're not really moving at all. You know? Oh, that's cool. And that's going to happen with the VR technology. And like, I think that's the next... Step in in roller coasters and uh, they're they're kind of doing a lot. Like Universal has a lot of the like three D stuff with animatronics, and because I love animatronics, I love like that yeah. shit's like. I mean, obviously you're into roller coasters, you know. That's it's it's uh you. I think you can appreciate both, but like I do, oh, it animat- is amazing animatronics. You know, it's funny. It's they're cool and. Bad animatronics are even cooler than... Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've always wanted... It would be funny to have, like, the Pirates of Caribbean do the animatronics from that ride um, on your front porch. It's like a guy trying to talk to the dog, (laughs) you know, to get the keys or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit hard on Disneyland, <laughs> but they do have some dang bread bowls. Oh, he, the, oh, the, dude, the, the, the where you could eat the bowl afterwards. Yeah, like, the uh, oh, fuck, Bo, it's Bodine yeah, uh, yeah. bread bowls. Yeah, Disneyland has them, and I, you California know, Adventure was pretty cool. Yeah, California Adventure has kind of grown to be like its own park. You know, for a while everyone was like, what the fuck? You know, because it yeah. it didn't really, I mean, Disneyland, regardless of how anyone feels about it, it's obviously like an iconic place. It's been, you know, it, it revolutionized like uh, a lot of things, but like for, I mean, it's revolutionized. Like there's bloodshed and fighting. No, but you know, it changed a lot of things for that, you know, but for amusement parks. But uh, yeah, California Adventure, when it came out was like, Pretty well, slim pickings, well, right? I yeah, mean, you know, revolutionized is it's a accurate term because I mean they literally took over the city. Like, that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They took yeah, uh, and you sent me that that uh, article uh, about uh, yeah. Disney. See, there's a lot of uh, kind of strong arming uh, in Anaheim with with Disneyland. They kind of they're like the like you had a good analogy. They're like the pimp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and or or the um, the human trafficker. That like, I honestly think like Disney makes Anaheim call itself Disney. They're like, my name's Anaheim. No, it's not. Your name is Disney now. <laughs> like, and it's funny because 
the article, um, for the listeners, um, I don't know, do you want to explain it or should I? You can explain it, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm a little hazy on the numbers, but the city of Anaheim spent $20 million, I think, building this um, parking structure that's, you know, um, I think it's like a 12,000-unit parking structure. And they lease it to Disneyland for a dollar a year. Disneyland, in turn, uh, charges people $30 and sometimes 50 if you want to get spaces near the elevators. They charge people $30 a day to park there. Do you know how much they give the city? How much? Not a... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing like, at all. And, and what's weird is, like, there's no... They only use a certain port. They're not anywhere near using the capacity of this structure. But they're they're making hand over fist in a way that, to me, it just seems a little uneven that mm-hmm. you would have this this sweetheart of the deal. Like, I don't mean to cast the dispersions about anything, but it just seems like from a public policy standpoint, if they wanted to, they could use some of those empty parking spaces as as free parking for non-Disneyland related, you know, traffic. Mm. Or, or, you know, and I just feel like taking that whole parking structure and, and charging, or, you know, they charge... If they wanted to, they could say, okay, well, if you're a California resident, you pay $10. You know, the absurdity of how much they're charging versus how much they're paying and how much they got it for, it's just, I, I sound a little too self-righteous about this, but I just feel like they could do so. There's parking in Los Angeles that's cheaper than, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $80, yeah. And it's like, if they had built this parking structure themselves, I would have no issue. But the fact that the city leases it to them for what is absurdly a dollar, it's pretty much free. You know, I, I just feel like, what's going on there? What's the deal with this? <laughs> yeah. Our forefathers would say, "Yeah, no, for sure." And you know, there, there is, yeah, for, 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 uh, and I totally, yeah, get, um, yeah, what, what you mean? Like, it just seems a little uneven, you know, that there's, they're getting nothing, and you could use that for the city. But yeah, I mean, it's the city of Disney. It's like, it's, it's no secret. uh, But uh, you know, I think after this pod, they'll probably make us an animatronics and. You know, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> they're gonna take they're gonna take me to the underground. They're like, oh, uh, oh, how's your boys and Barry now, cripple? <laughs> uh, uh, Who's gonna say that to you? Like someone? I don't know. Dressed- probably, probably the head of security. It's me. But I, it's I don't mean to catch the but it's funny because the reason 
I'm almost so passionate about this. It's mm-hmm. because I was in um, I was in school for public administration in 2017 when people started like looking at this this parking structure deal, um, and I got into a argument or somebody got into an argument with me. Um, I wasn't, you know. To me, it was one-sided because I, all I was doing was pointing out, hey, this seems uneven, you know. And somebody else in my class, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he was he was the opposite political persuasion as I am. And he started, like, getting really upset at me. He's like, do you know what Disney does for Anaheim? Uh, and he starts going through all this, like, he started, like, literally, bro, foaming at the mouth, like, he got so angry at me that he started, like, spitting and, like, you know, like, uh, and I'm like, and all I could say was, like, are you a pass holder? <laughs> and he was like, that's got nothing to do with it. I'm like, dude, it's okay if you like yeah. me. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're not you're not knocking like you know, it's just like anything. I mean, you can enjoy like, you know, people shop at Walmart uh and because they like the deals and it doesn't mean that they agree with uh everything. Uh, $30 a day to partner is, is absurd. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, crazy. It's, it's, it's got I don't I, people might not like that word, but it's gouty. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, like I get, I, I get that, that you wanna, like, you wanna include parking and you wanna guarantee your customers and your visitors parking, and maybe you have to charge for that, or maybe you don't because somebody else bought you the structure. But like, <laughs> uh, um. I, I just feel like they could they could say ten dollars and call it even thirty thirty dollars and then fifty dollars for the spots next to the the the, the um elevator spot. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, like yeah, it's, it's like it's like at what point that's that's how much money do you need? And he was like, you know, it's it's, it's brought so much development and tourism dollars to Anaheim. And it's like, at the same time, though, you know, they were having that crisis in the riverbed with the homeless encampment. And I was just like, I'm like, that's literally two miles, two miles away. Like, what, <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? And uh, I just, I don't know the... There's some people that like the fireworks. I think I, I've never been a big fan, fan of, fireworks of fireworks. Yeah, because I I I have a I don't know anxiety or whatever. They give me anxiety, <laughs> and there's gotta be people in my life that are like, like, having problems because of the fireworks. They probably don't know it, but every 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 night they're like, you know, I don't know how they deal with it. I just feel like. The fireworks is almost like a power move 
on the on Disneyland's part, like we're gonna be as obnoxious as possible. A lot of you are gonna say anything because we drink your milkshake. Oh shit! Yeah, that's uh, that's a great Disney film too. Uh, there will be blood. <laughs> There'll be blood. Yes, yeah, my favorite Disney movie. Uh, Daniel uh, Day Lewis is my favorite Disney uh, villain, actually. Uh, no, but it's uh. That, yeah, that's a good point. It's just funny because yeah, like your your the dude your classmate was so passionate about it. And that happens a lot. There's people that just kind of like they have such a fondness for something. There's kind of yeah. like a veil, my, you know. My, my my best friend and my roommate, my caretaker, uh, he goes all the time. He's got a you know pass and and to be fair to him, I love. My favorite people that go to Disney are the adults that go to have a place to get uh, messed up and go on the rides. <laughs> yeah, I support that completely. Like, it's a it's a beautiful life. Like, it's a, like a, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, you do your thing, like eat an edible and then you know go <laughs> on Small World. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, it's funny because the. The jabs at Legoland are hilarious because that place is always kind of, it's like a joke to people, but yeah. so do, what do you think of Legoland? You know, it's weird. I, I sound like I was making fun of them, but I, even though I don't have the dexterity to play with Legos, I always enjoyed the theory of Legos. And Legoland is awesome, um, but it's not an awesome drive. <laughs> and you sort of have to drive through the scene from, you know, Mad Max. You mm-hmm. kind of have to drive through that, you know, landscape to get to Legoland. And it's like, who did Legoland piss up to get that location? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. They, they... <laughs> I feel like Disney was behind where Legoland is. <laughs> like, a, all right, blockhead. You want to, you, oh, you want to have a theme park now? You want to go? And then, <laughs> well, they just like, yeah, dick slap him to San Diego. San Diego, it's a Carlsbad, right? I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that like, no, yeah, that's San Diego, totally. I feel San like Knox and Disney got together and they're like, we're going to. We're gonna screw Lego Land. Yeah, the theme park mobs. Like, yeah, they yeah. they they run a tight ship in Orange County. Yeah, stay the fuck in uh, San Diego County. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Disneyland and wear Knott's Berry Farm shirt. I did that. I wore my Knott's Scary Farm uh, shirt there. Yeah, so my friend teased me, but you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I might have offended some people. Yeah, I like Knott's Scary Farm, but I. Um, I like seeing people get scared, but I don't like it myself. So I like <laughs> I don't go, but I really like it. And if anybody's listening, shameless net, shameless networking attempt here. But like, if anybody wants to hire me to be one of the people that scares, scares people. Oh. My name is Joe Urell. You can contact me at joeurell87 at gmail.com <laughs> if you want. Dude, that's amazing. Have you thought of that, that I before? I would love to be the leprechaun. Oh, dude. <laughs> look, I, look at that hat. 
Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Joe has a lot of uh, leprechaun memorabilia and, and uh, stuff in, in in our studio in his room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's funny that 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 brings me back because I first met you in uh, I think like 2013 or so at Lakov, and uh, you were dressed as a leprechaun, and I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did a thing where I was I listened to my uncle who has absurd ideas about everything, and he he was like. He he was a big fan of this comedy character called Guido Sarducci, mm-hmm. who was like a he was, uh, I think in the seventies I forget who it was, but he, this guy played a comic character who was a Catholic priest um, for Saturday Night Live. I forget who did. Yeah, that um, he's great. Yeah, and, but and my uncle sort of influenced me to wear upstairs costumes on I actually you know I would still do that if I thought it was effective because it's I like dressing up in weird like that's why I like cosplay it's awesome but I didn't realize you were at Lagarde yeah yeah it was um it was a while ago but it, it might have been around the time because when did you start getting up no that was 2013 that was the, the first time i really seriously like i went to lacob on a sunday night in 2013 yeah i think it was jessica michelle singleton was yeah. headlining and elliot chang and yeah yeah i was on that bill and it was like my first like show where i was like booked um because yeah i started getting up at max bloom's and and this is another thing as rest i remember that peace. yeah rest in r.i.p man yeah and i uh, i heard that they might come back i don't know but yeah. uh that place and anchor bar uh there there's a few places in orange county that it's funny because they don't get enough cr- i mean i feel like that petition and stuff that just uh uh you know came out to well anchor bars back what i'm trying to get at is there's a few spots in orange county that have produced a lot of talent that are, you know, big, like, up-and-coming comedians now. And, like, you know, I'd see you guys at Anchor Bar and Max Blooms, like, and and I remember seeing, like, a murderer's row at Max, at a Anchor Bar. Like, you know, you'd, you were one of the comedians that I always enjoyed watching. And it's not, you know, like, obviously it's very interesting because your perspective, but, like, you were just always fucking funny. And, uh... And, and yeah, you, Olivia Grace, I remember, um, you know, cause she was like five years old and she would just yeah. like go and tear it up. And then, you know, uh, Keith and, uh, Connor and friendly Frank, all these people that yeah. like, just, it was a, such a good night of comedy. I, like, you know, I, um, that was, I started doing comedy in 2013 in part because, uh, I, uh, in, in both the third week of April and in 2013 and 2012, two years in a row, mm-hmm. third week of April, I got hit by a car. Uh, oh, shit. And, and like, I think I remember you talking about that. Yeah. And it was like, it was like the first time it was like a race pickup truck literally r- ran me over. He didn't hurt me because he was going, like, uh, really slow speed, but it's 
a back left tire went over my knee as I was going sideways away from this thing. If I had been two feet in front of where I was, uh, we're not sitting here. You know, oh, and, and and then the, the that was in 2012, and in 2013, I was going down the the street in PCH over by Second Street, and I got hit by a BMW Roadster going really slow, and I think I did more damage to the Roadster <laughs> than the Roadster did you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's weird because. What really got me into comedy was right before the roadster hit me, do you know what my thought was? What? I hate that color blue. Like, I'm going to get hit by a car. A baby blue. It's like, it would suck. So it's those experiences made me think, well, I don't want to live with any regret. And so I want to try to do comedy, but it's kind of sucks because I've written some, if I can pat myself on the back, I've written some pretty funny bits over the last six years, but I can't seem to figure out how to write a bit about, you know, getting hit by those cards. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's like my, uh, white whale, you know, yeah. almost. But, You're chasing it, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's funny. I'll tell you this. Um, talking about theme parks, it's kind of got me to thinking maybe I should, I, I didn't realize I had this many thoughts about theme parks and, you know, <laughs> stuff. And it gets, I, I think it's really awesome, but also kind of terrifying theme parks in mm-hmm. a way. It's like, you know, in a way it's, it's they're better than bars because you go to a bar, you know, it's very obvious what you're doing there. You're trying to get fucked up in a little dank hole in the wall somewhere. <laughs> but you can go to a to a theme park, Disneyland or Knox. You can also get fucked up. Maybe nobody knows, you know, so you can look a little bit normal. I'm not, I'm not a drunk. I'm having a good time. There's a difference. Yeah. But I also feel like, especially with Disneyland, when I'm at Disneyland, I felt like I was in an ant farm. And mm. I was, I, like, it was an experiment from, like, not aliens, maybe not the government. But somebody had... I feel like Disneyland is some sort of high-tech human ant farm. Dude, that's a crazy analogy that's kind of... Because they do a lot of research in, like, what makes people do this or what... Yeah, I know what you mean. It feels very concentrated on, like, the the way that they make you feel. I mean, they have popcorn smells that they project and i mean it's yeah. no it's not a it's not a secret anymore but it, it also i mean i guess it goes with just like Dude, that people, place the but. characters dressed up like people like i it's it's so weird because i can't hate on it because i kind of feel like a thousand years from now if civilization fell apart and the only <laughs> thing people saw that's what what's going on in Disneyland, and there was no context for what that was. <laughs> you can draw a lot of really like 
All I've seen is some aliens who walked in Disneyland, uh-huh. and they don't know what theme parks are. Some of this looks really funny. Like, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> the teacups? The oh, teacups? Yeah. Yeah. We just look like crazy people. <laughs> That's the worst ride I've ever Oh, I, I fucking don't know. hate that ride. Like, it's a, it's a it's a tortured device. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I feel like I'm in a saw movie every time yeah. I get into one of those. Yeah, like it. I I get bad motion sickness. So like the spinny ones, like because I love the Roger Rabbit ride. I feel like that's an underrated yeah. ride just because I love that movie and the theming and yeah. stuff. But like I fucking it, it, it spins on its own. So I like try to keep it from spinning because I, I hate. Fucking yeah, I get nauseous in that stuff. Like I love roller coasters. I love going to loop de loops and all that. But yeah, when it comes to just fucking spinning, I don't know. I yeah, I'd rather get a bisectomy. No, I don't know. I, I, Maybe um, not. I, I at the same time I love ghost wired not. Oh dude, because, yeah. Because there's a little bit like this. Let's take the break. <laughs> this could be it. Yeah. It sounds like it's gonna break. What am I doing here? Yeah, like, Ghost Rider is uh like I feel like that is one of the most like scary ride because it's an old school. I mean, it was built twenty years ago, but yeah, a wooden coaster, and it's so abrasive and violent. Like I feel like I need to call Larry H. Parker every time I ride it. But it's it's amazing. I think for that reason, because it's such a thrill. Like yeah, do you want to hear about what an absurd what uh, redneck I am? Yeah, I actually one time I went on um, Ghost Rider. With my iPod, mm-hmm. I put on Ghost Rider in the sky. The, <laughs> oh, the, fuck yeah. The country western yeah. song. And there's a... The Burl Ives version? Or uh, <laughs> no, the... Uh, I think it was the um, Outlaws. Oh, cool. Uh, old school southern rock. Um, and I actually listened to Ghost Riders in the sky. Why won't Ghost Rider? Like, it's... That's not the end of my goal. I actually have a life goal to go on Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. Dressed dressed as Ghost Rider with the jacket. (laughs) That's a beautiful goal. That while listening to Ghost Riders in the Sky? Yeah. Yeah. Why were why were simultaneously singing along? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the most meta yeah that's amazing dude that's so great i if i ever have the money to pay you to do that i'm gonna i'm gonna, that's that's one of my dude if this podcast take i if so you know if we strike gold here that's the first thing i'm doing dude i'm gonna fucking get nicholas i mean i heard he needs the money right now because you know he's still he bought his tomb and uh, spent a lot of his money on some some extravagant natural eccentric treasure. things. It's a natural treasure. Yes, he is. <laughs> you, know, I actually enjoy those movies. Do you enjoy the National yeah, Treasure? Yeah, they're just too- fucking fun movies. They're well, adventure it, movies. Well, anything with Harvey Keitel, you know, Harvey yeah. Keitel pops up in there. And you're like, wow, Harvey Keitel did natural treasure. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's bad, Lieutenant. That's the other oh, thing. Yeah. It's uh, Nick Cage. I haven't seen it, but he did a remake of Harvey Cartel's uh, Bad Lieutenant. And I'm starting to think, I don't want to start any unfounded rumors on your podcast, but I'm starting to think Nicholas Cage and Harvey Cartel are the same person. 
<laughs> really? Have you ever seen them in the same place? You think you have a natural transfer, but actually, that's just CGI and editing. <laughs> Do you think they're the same person? Nick Cage and Harvey Keitel. They don't want the people to know this. That's a bold uh, claim, man. That's a. I mean, have you ever hey. seen them in the same place? Not in that snow transfer. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a theory I've never heard before. See, this podcast is informative. Yeah. It's it's fun, full of laughs. Uh, no, so you know, I I had actually just read uh, an article on this woman. Um, just, you know, thinking about the whole thing about how, like, you're talking about going on Ghost Rider and all these rides, like, and, and that's the one thing, you know, like, put aside the corporations or put aside the money that, you know, the $40 churros or the lines or the, the, when it comes down to the rides and how they make you feel and kind of the comfort of, like, it doesn't matter, you know, what, sh you know, if you did blow and killed someone with your car that day, <laughs> well, that's a, that does matter, but... You know, if you made the mistakes, those rides aren't judging you. It's you know, it's yeah. kind of like if if you know, however down on luck you are, or whatever creed or race or whatever, like the ride, it's it's for your enjoyment, and and uh, I think that's the beautiful thing about it. I, like, I think you know, if you look at psychological behavior, it's like aberrant behavior, like risk taking behavior. I think theme parks are a great release for people that you know. Like in my family, there's a certain thrill-seeking genetic propensity. Like my brother, I have a brother who went to the for arts, and, and I have a sister who cave who cave dives. Some people have thrill-seeking uh, tendencies, and I think like theme parks, you know, especially like roller coaster theme theme parks, like. We haven't even talked about Six Flags. Right? Oh, yeah. six. Did you have a pass to Six Flags also? Uh, no, but I went and Six Flags is like almost like... Like death metal, right? Yeah. It's like, like the death metal of like amusement park. I, I always feel like we're going to come to a point with roller coasters <laughs> where you're... You have to sign a waiver because you could die. <laughs> yeah, you're and, just... Yeah, they're just like... <laughs> there are going to be people... I mean skydiving in a way i mean you know i kind of feel like that's the next evolution of theme parks it's uh, we're a theme park to get a license to sell skydiving trips because that's like the most cost-efficient uh roller coaster you know that's you true know? yeah i mean yeah like, unless someone dies but well yeah. i mean, <laughs> I mean look i mean if the Florida Disney World proves anything. Like, you know, <laughs> you could die. You could die. I mean, like, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the alligator story? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's come up a, a couple times because it is such a. Uh, it's one of the accidents that's like on the. You know, it's in everyone's memory. It was a couple of years ago. It was a very highly publicized accident. But yeah, it is so. Uh, uh, tragic and brutal and uh, an Uber driver when we were in Florida at Disney World kind of uh, rem tell me in detail it was almost like he was there yeah. like as a voyeur just watching it happen you know yeah. but yeah it, but it uh, yeah that one was crazy this kid was eaten by an alligator and his dad witnessed the whole thing it's fucking heavy I, I, I kind of think Disney's 
response and be like, look, it's not us. It's in Florida, all right? This is what? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like the 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 Uber driver guy that I had. It's funny, but we were driving. We were coming back from a Walmart that in uh, off property, and we were driving back. He was hauling ass. He didn't say a word, and then all of a sudden, he was like this really buff, like built like our Armenian Jason Statham or something. I don't know. And he was like, yeah. he like wasn't saying a word. Then all of a sudden, he's like, alligators, five o'clock. And we saw a family of alligators, yeah. and he was like a silhouette of these alligators and I'm like, Oh shit, there they are. And the whole time I was, you know, looking out for them and sure enough, they're right outside the property. And then he goes into the detailed story where it's like, you know, it was a, it was a stormy night and, you know, uh, you know, he went into like grim detail about yeah, how like this the guy, he watched this kid get eaten by the alligator, which I always thought was a strange part of the story. Perhaps I'm insensitive to point this out. But if, I've, God forbid, if a family member of mine ever got attacked by an alligator, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm not going to sit there and watch. Like, I could at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe turn, skew turn, your vision of that horrible turn, sight. Turn, yeah. You know, I'm going to turn away, maybe <laughs> be yelling for help. I'm not going to, like, sit there, like, you know. Take that in, take, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my I, god! I don't mean to. I'd be horrible for like. <laughs> that's my response to that story. The other thing too is, people from Florida, like my uncle Dave, will tell you if you get, if you get attacked by an alligator, it's your fault because they they don't they're not prone to mess with humans in a way they're almost indifferent to humans and they, I actually think. Maybe not the alligator in that story, but I think alligators in general get a bad rap. And that story actually was a big, it was, it, it was, it's sad to hear because I actually had an idea to start an alligator theme, theme park. Oh, like dude, that's amazing. Gatorland. <laughs> and, and, you know, like an alligator themed, you know. You serve alligator as a as a delicacy, <laughs> and like you know, fried alligator bowls, and and maybe if you got money, you can buy some alligator, uh, uh, you know, clothes, and you know, there's a there would be roller coaster, and you can't after that story, you can't have an alligator themed. Theme park. Well, I think you know, it's funny that you say that there is a Gatorland in Florida. Uh, there, really? and, and, yeah, but um, you know they ripped you off, Joe. It's, uh, <laughs> they, they, yeah, but I, it's not. Uh, you know that that does make me wonder if that was if that affected that place at all, like right because it's in Florida. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I think it's in Orlando. I wonder if they closed or something. Like it's just well, you know what? If I ran the Gatorland, or, or I'd be like. You don't see that kind of thing going on our on our property. <laughs> yeah, and we have fucking get our whole thing is gators, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Gatorland somehow that hasn't happened. well, I don't want to speak too soon. I should look into that. Uh be like we're professional about our gators. <laughs> yeah. You know, our gators are professionals. <laughs> they don't attack. Well, so like, <laughs> you know, I uh this this um actually uh b- us being on accidents brings us to 
the e-ticket questions I, I have for you uh, today. These are the big questions. Um, and and uh, this is a game that I play uh, with my guests, but it's called Theme Park Accidents, Fact or Fiction. Okay. And it's kind of a morbid game, but... Uh, I like it. Shit happens, I, I, you know. I, yeah. And and and, and you know, obviously, uh, uh, sometimes like uh, reality is stranger than fiction. So I'm gonna give you three incidences that may have happened, okay. and um, you're gonna tell me which ones you think are true. There's one that's false, so uh, one of them is, okay. is is bullshit. And remember, some of these things are crazy. Um, okay, so. This uh, first one happened at a Universal Studio. Okay, well, let me hold on. Theme park accidents, fact or fiction? Universal Studios, Florida. On July 31st, 2011, a tourist was injured when an unidentified object hit him in the eye while riding Dragon Challenge. Prior to the incident, the guest had only one good eye. Therefore, the incident resulted in the guest completely losing his sight. Dragon Challenge remained closed for less than 24 hours after the incident, with Universal concluding that the ride was safe. <laughs> this poor guy lost his vision. <laughs> they opened it at 24 hours. Holy shit. Well, to be fair to Universal, the guy did seem predisposed to losing his eyes. That's true. I mean, I mean, I mean the bird's eye... He only came in with one eye, so, you know, <laughs> whose fault is that? <laughs> what animal, did they say what animal in the eye? Um, an unidentified object, so, yeah, they don't know what <laughs> animal in the eye. <laughs> well, they can't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is... uh. We're definitely solidifying that place in uh, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride uh, yeah. with the the heat and the, the Satan. Um, that's hilarious. So do you believe that that one happened? Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with no. No? No. Okay. All right. So no to, to that uh, one. I, I'm, I'm blowing my load a little bit early with the falsification but i'll tell you why i picked that one when you tell me the other two okay all right so this is the uh, second accident uh knott's Berry farm buena park california in 1998 herbert schwartz and his wife decided to get frisky while riding the kingdom of the dinosaurs ride frisky meaning his wife was <laughs> giving herb a beige <laughs> not paying attention the ride was coming to an end and entering daylight for all the line to see when they heard the gasp of people in line, Herb's <laughs> wife bit his Schwartz, where he let out a big, Oy vey, my schmeckle, sending Schwartz to the hospital. Did you believe uh, Herb, was his, his cock was bitten uh, while entering daylight? <laughs> Look, I firmly believe that exhibitionists are shamed every day. So, yes, I believe, you know, these, these poor... These poor people were king shamed for being exhibitionists. <laughs> I firmly believe that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. They 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 do uh they do get a little uh shamed for their kinks. What's and, wrong with that, man? You're and big ups to a man named Herb who can still get a blowjob. 
<laughs> that's true herb's got game dude and, yeah. and you know like i think the theme of this whole episode has been yolo you almost getting you, you getting hit by cars yeah fucking taking on stand-up getting on comedy central event you know all of these things about you only living once you fucking take those chances you take that ride yeah. ghost rider might look like you're gonna die yeah. but you fucking take that chance yeah. it might sound like it too like if i you know it's funny if i were sharks and ghost rider I might implant some speakers and put in like sounds of wood cracking. <laughs> just to just to psych everyone out, or just to make it more. Uh... Oh, dude! If I went to charge of a theme park, I would mess with people. I would be my personal playground of of just trollery. <laughs> that I that would be hilarious. Uh, so, like the ride that you had in mind would be like the, uh, yeah. it would be that one where you're not moving but you're yeah. moving. Yeah. Would you Would you troll people on that ride too? Um, maybe not the VR rides because yeah. that be going a little too far. But like you know, some weird sounds. You know, <laughs> oh wait, Disneyland already does that. Like like. <laughs> I think Disneyland is a CIA operation. But... <laughs> well, so uh, so you believe that that one, yeah, that one happened. Him getting his his wiener bit. Um, okay, so the this is the last uh, accident in uh, Six Flags Atlanta in two thousand eight, Austell, Georgia. A teenager was decapitated by a roller coaster after he hopped a pair of fences and entered a restricted area. Uh, at a Six Flags, um, he was retrieving a hat and happened uh, uh, and hopped the fences. Oh, sorry. Absolutely. Okay. If we believe this one's real, yeah, he hopped the fences, and he uh, they this, the fences pretty much said like, "Dude, don't go here." And when doing so, he got his head kicked off like a football. Ooh. Yeah, I believe that because it's very easy to believe somebody. Georgia being like, oh, that's my hat. <laughs> my hat. Man, I, I can't even read that sign. I'm like, that's my hat. Oh, oh, that's my head. <laughs> when his head's detached, he's still. Yeah. I mean, they say you're alive for a few seconds, so I could, I can believe that. That's funny because uh, at Disneyland, on uh, this is another accident, but uh, someone was decapitated on Thunder Mountain. And he wasn't declared dead until he was off the property, uh, which is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. So, okay, so was he, you know, was his decapitated head like, D get me to the dock fast, hurry, I, I'm hurt real bad, uh, you know, like, well, I made well, a band-aid. Advil. If you think about, like, political boundaries and stuff, like borders and stuff, this land just pulled a boss move. Like, hey, hey, wait a minute. You're not. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah, you're yeah. not making any official declarations of anything while you're on the mountain's property. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's just having a. Yeah. You want to be declared dead, you go to Anaheim, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just uh, having a magical moment. Um, yeah, the <laughs> getting decapitated. So now we're going to, this is the moment of truth here. Yep. So, okay, you, um, the, the first story was about um, the guy losing his eyesight on the Dragon Challenge in Florida. And you, it's, you'd believe that to be false. Yeah. Um, but I had a 
really good reason. You did, yeah, yeah. If they can't tell me what the object was, because nowadays everybody knows everything, like unidentified object. I mean, clearly he's not gonna see what it is, <laughs> but somebody else. Yeah. You know, could have like said, "Oh, a wire hit." You yeah, know, they, they could have spotted look, it. If somebody's around me losing their eyes. I'm going to be looking to see what caused <laughs> So, so that one did happen. That one actually happened. Um, but I get what you're saying. Cause it's vague, you know, yeah. what hit him. But yeah, apparently this dude, um, you know, the last thing he saw was the dragon challenge. Poor guy. Uh, the, so the, the, the second story about Herb Schwartz getting, uh, getting a BJ and getting his penis bit, <laughs> Is is false. That's the false one. Damn, I knew a guy named Herb <laughs> could have been a blue job. Well, it's there's a wives' tale. Like there's different knots employees that I've met over the years. Because there is a, it's not a wives' tale, but like people hook up on that Kingdom of Dinosaurs ride. I mean, the dark ride that used to be there. You remember that ride with yeah. the, you know? Oh no, you're going back in time. Yeah, it was a. Uh, that's a scientist on the ride uh, for out of context people. But yeah, it's, it's uh, a ride that was dark and you'd look at all these old, you know, rubber dinosaur animatronic dinosaurs and people would fool around. That was like a, a common uh, knowledge among a lot of employees. They're like, yeah, that's where people, you know, fuck around. We have to tell them to stop. But a friend of mine told me that they did hear of a story where someone got their penis bit in, in front of everybody. So it's based on something that I heard, but it's kind of, it's hearsay, you know? I want it yeah. to be real. I yeah. can believe it. So I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have done that as false, but the specifics are false. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe the whole thing is that, yeah, no one named Herb <laughs> could get yeah. a blowjob. Yeah, that's <laughs> much less for my exhibitionists. Nobody's going to be seen in public blowing a guy named Herb. <laughs> And then uh, the you know the last one of course was was real as well, which you believed immediately. That yeah, that's, that's like my hat. <laughs> yes, yeah, his lucky hat and his lucky <laughs> head uh, that is now. Uh, and to the, and to, you know what's sad about whoever that is to this day, his family is like he died doing what he loved. You know, like he did love that hat. Like <laughs> they can't even say that. <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy, and I guess... That's, that's that's why I had to leave this out, because my thing is, get another fucking eye. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I lost, look, I love these uh, Kango hats, mm -hmm. you know, they're like $40 a piece. Nice I, hats, yeah. I buy one every, like, three years or whatever, because uh, uh, I have trouble buying material stuff sometimes it's just whatever but like i lost a kangle hat once and my brain my brain completely blocked it out i don't i know when i lost it i just don't remember how which is funny because that's how much of an anger management problem i have that my brain just flushed that out immediately because we're like we cannot we cannot handle this information because he's going to have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, I feel like whoever, that guy was probably named Clem. Clem. Or, <laughs> or, Bo, or Bo, or like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, uh, Gleet, or like, 
you know, some, some, you know, backwoods name like that. And that's like the South, you hear people say stuff like, we're 20 years behind the rest of the country and we like it that way. I'm like, really? You don't like stuff? So they just got like Jamba Juice or something right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> No, actually, they're just now upgrading to Orange Julius. Yeah, yeah, Orange, yeah. They're probably just getting a new metal yeah, right now. And yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, this is something that I had read uh, recently and I was thinking. And, and Dude, it, a new metal deeper. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a the corn coaster, or, yeah. yeah, like the the uh, Limp Biscuit log ride was like yeah. you, you get you get nookied on the Limp Biscuit sell cookies. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, so yeah, the, the isn't the act of nookying or no act of Limp Biscuit is like it's like a frat thing where they all come on a cookie and whoever finishes last has to eat the cum cookie. Isn't that what Limp Biscuit is? I didn't know that, but now you just, yeah, now that I know that, I can't unknow that. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's a coincidence that you say, oh, well, you can get that cookie, yeah, stick it up your, yeah. There's a lot of cookie uh, themes with Limp Yeah, Biscuit. yeah, which is weird because the odd thing about Limp Bizkit is I went back, you know, it's been like, what, 20 years, and I went back and I listened to some of it. It wasn't as bad, bad. as I remember Kid Rock, on the other hand, Kid Rock, and fuck that guy. I can't believe I ever looked up to him. He turned out to be a real piece of shit. Yeah, he, you could say he's... Hey, look, I'll fight Kid Rock at a, at a theme park. Probably at Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, like, I can see at Six Flags, yeah. <laughs> like, Kid Rock, is, there should be a theme park ride where you get in a fight with Kid Animal Tron and Kid Rock and Waffle House. Oh, dude, that's fucking amazing. I just, uh, um, man, you know, it's funny about, uh, someone. Did you, did you ever play that roller coaster tycoon game? No, I, I did a little bit. I, I love the Sims and stuff and I love those type of games. And, um, yeah, actually I think I did play roller coaster, roller coaster tycoon, but yeah, I didn't have the game. Like I might've borrowed it, but yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, did you ever have roller coasters like him? I know, but I did play Farmville, which is even more, you know. Farmville was like people that can't afford actual video games. So like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta buy rhubarb. <laughs> but uh, what's your least favorite theme park? Um. Oh God, out of the ones that I've been to, uh. There's something that I like in all of the major theme parks for sure, but uh, God, let me think. What would my least favorite theme park be? Um, out of all of them, I get like okay, see, um, maybe because I I don't know because some of them are on like different uh, levels. You know what I mean? Like because there's there's one in Riverside called Castle Park that I grew up going to. Yeah, and um, that one is like. Is I think everyone's paid in meth, and you know it's, it's yeah. different. And, I mean that one doesn't live up to the scale of you know like knots, of course. But yeah. I found out that actually uh, the guy who built a lot of knots rides built a lot of the uh, that park, uh, Kessel Park. Uh, so the similarities there. But yeah, maybe uh, maybe Six Flags because it's not because now I'm at a 
point where like roller coasters fuck me up, but I can't say that I don't love it and I don't appreciate it because, you know, like it's like it, it. You get whiplash. Yeah, yeah. There's probably actually maybe a water park. There was a water park that um, was pretty shitty. I went to. I think it was Wild Rivers and San San Dimas, and that one, like every ride was closed because all the kids were shitting and pissing in it. But that's not really the park's fault. I guess, yeah, I guess Six Flags might be the one that, like, I least would want to go to. But I love it, you know, at the same time. So, I, I don't know. But, yeah. What about, what about that that BS they call Bush Gardens? Oh, Bush Gardens. Yeah, I haven't been to Bush Gardens. But. Like, like, hey, come to our theme park. We got plants. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's. I want to go to more, and you know, Six Flags is definitely. Uh, I really enjoy, but yeah, there's. I'm sure there's a lot of really hacky, just fucking shitville, you know, yeah. USA uh, yeah. theme Do you parks. Like New York, New York. Oh yeah, New on uh, Circus Circus, some of those oh, Vegas yeah, ones. Circus. Yeah, because New York, New York has that crazy coaster, and Circus Circus has like the dome or whatever. And and that was actually the first roller coaster I went on that had a loop was in Circus Circus, and. uh yeah, I it was like that weird time in the '90s where they wanted Vegas to be like kid friendly, yeah. you know. And, they, Which and doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah, it, but they, uh, I did enjoy it. I, you know, I think any place that was made, uh, you know, from like Teamster blood money and all, you know, it, there's yeah. an extra kind of magic that goes with that. But yeah, uh, yeah. I just realized now that another reason why I love uh, Nuts Berry Farm. Shout out Mitz and Stocks. Um, <laughs> um, it's Montezuma's Revenge. I oh, dude. One of my favorite rides. It's the only upside down coaster I can go on. And and I like the fact that they called it Montezuma's Revenge as somebody who appreciates, you know, uh, well, Montezuma wasn't Native American, but he was you know, indigenous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Montezuma's Revenge, um, you know, teaches people about history and what an asshole Cortez was. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's, uh, again... Pretty badass. That's not, you know, doing some narrative work, you know? Yeah. They're not disbelieving. They're not selling you a false narrative. Dare be honest with you about what happened to Montezuma. Yeah, and and you know, I'm sure they're making white dudes shit their pants on that ride too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I know if you're from Spain, you're not allowed to go on that ride. Really? (laughs) They don't let Spaniards on the ride. Yeah. that's pretty I hilarious. Totally made that up. I, I don't want to get sued no. for birth, but that should be a thing. Like if your name is Cortez, you're you not can't go. This. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just just so our listeners in Spain know, it, it, you're you're okay to go. Um, but I don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah, what about that one? What's that up now? How do you feel about the up and down right? Oh, like Supreme Scream. And yeah. stuff that they, they, they'll, they'll lift you high and drop you, you know, yeah. store a hundred stories. Yeah. Those uh, scare the fuck out of me. And, it, you know, I, I kind of feel like whoever came up with that model of ride 
Which lazy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it goes up and then down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Sounds then, like I thought of that. That guy probably like really brags about the, the animation. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you don't have to do anything. You just goes up and it goes down. The I know, like, he probably gets some ass off. He probably yeah. brags about it. That was probably Herb Schwartz, dude. Yeah, yeah. Herb Supreme Scream <laughs> Shorts, dude. I, yeah. Um, Make it hurt, Supreme <laughs> So I, I read this, uh, and I thought this was really uh, uh, like a beautiful story. And um, obviously you can relate, but um, it was a woman that had uh, cerebral palsy that was talking about amusement parks. And um, she was saying that, like, you know, she went with her family and how her kids talked to her going on the rides and how, like, it made, you know, it made, for a minute, made her forget that she had it and how, like, it was an experience that everyone else was experiencing, you know, that everyone, and um, I think that's, that is the beauty of it as well. Like, you're on the same ride. It's the same. It's not a yeah. different experience. Like, um, but, uh, which actually kind of begs me to ask that question. Is there rides that you, you can't go on? Like, you, you said you can't go on. Um, um I mean, think i i feel like there was one well not nowadays but certainly like maybe even as late as you know 15 20 years ago um i think the the buildings where some of these rides were at disneyland and not had to be retrofitted to, to get wheelchair, to get people in wheelchairs on the platform. So like, that to me, it's like I, I there are no rides I can't get on because in a way, a disabled person not being able to get on a theme park ride, it's like a, a lawyer's like wet dream, <laughs> no. of like you know, because yeah. they spent all this money to come out. And, and and now they're they're gonna get to the front of the line. So I noticed a lot of theme parks made sure that there that you could get to the the, the, the entrance to some of these rides because they don't want people to get right there and then be like, oh, there's no elevator or there's mm. stairs or whatever. So I never had any problem. Um, the one thing I always, I, I thought what's really kind of funny is that, like, after a while, Knott's and, and Disney, uh, they had a policy where you had to go in and prove that you were disabled. Mm-hmm. And to me, whenever, it's, and there's a lot of times in life, not even in theme parks, but, like, there's a lot of things when you're disabled where you have to reaffirm that you're disabled because apparently, like, you want to update that information. You know, you know, and it, it's like, how do you want me to prove this? Bro? Like, do you want me to, <laughs> you know, like, this, uh, yeah. how much proof are we talking But you literally have to go to a doctor and say, no, actually, this guy had cerebral palsy. He's free to go to the front of the line. And it's like, I don't know, you know, maybe they could just take my word for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, why? That's crazy. They don't, I don't think they question it all anymore. Uh, like, like, I don't think they have yeah, that. Yeah, uh, well, it's like the phony people are, it's like, you know, and like I said, that it all comes down to 
some of these phony people needed to like be more dedicated. Play it up, it. right? Yeah. Commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is get some plaster, get yourself a cast, maybe have some people sign it to make it look authentic. You know, but uh, that, you know, that that was, uh, I definitely think, though, that whoever created Supreme Screen probably, uh, probably definitely did get some ads because <laughs> where do you think he got the idea? Oh, dude, that's, that's fucking hilarious and very true. Probably from fucking, and on, on that note, uh, Man, no, it's been fucking awesome to have you on the pod, and Thank we gotta get, yeah, dude, we gotta get you uh, with Nicolas Cage someday yeah. on Ghost Rider, listening to Ghost Riders in the Sky. Um, where can be so Joe? You know, I'm banned from Twitter for life. You banned from Twitter, really? For life. I broke their TOS. Oh shit! So where where can people find you online? Um, you can find me at um, you look up Joe URL. Um, on Instagram and YouTube, I'm a look me up on YouTube. That's that's if you want to find me somewhere, that's where I want you to find me. It's YouTube. You can enjoy, I got a lot of comedy up there. You can enjoy my videos. Um, you know, I got my 30 minutes up there. I got the roast battles. Uh, basically, my YouTube is for you to enjoy. Heck yeah. Well, yeah, it's been awesome. And you can follow this uh, podcast, obviously, if you are uh, already on uh, any any uh, streaming platform under Robert Land and uh, look our YouTube channel up at Robert Land Pod. And uh, yeah, guys, thanks I, for listening. I, I just want to say these theme parks owe you money because you're you're doing them a favor. You Do you want to go now? You, you <laughs> Does it make should, you want to go, dude? <laughs> you, you should be paid by these theme parks. Well, thank you, sir. I could use it. I, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I, all the money that I've spent on it, I think, yeah, maybe, maybe some reimbursement here, guy. And the fact that, yeah, I'm promoting this shit, that's, you know, I need to promote Robberland. Yeah. So I may be making money off them when I think about it. I don't know. Let's go get churros, Joe. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah.
Just sticky and so sweet.